Hi everyone, this is Libby, and I'm going to be looking at the modern understanding of disease in Britain. Viruses are pathogens, or microorganisms that cause disease. They are not bacteria and could not be seen under microscopes by, by people like Koch and Pasteur, who I spoke about in some previous episodes you can listen to. Viruses could not be killed by antibiotics. This meant that a new treatment had to be found. Antiviral drugs can stop viruses from growing in the body, but they were not discovered until a lot later, in the 1950s. Antibiotics kill bacteria, but antivirals only stop viruses from growing. They don't kill them. The body and its immune system must kill the virus. So viruses were discovered in 1892 by Dmitry Ivanovsky, where he found the tobacco mosaic virus in plants. He found that some microbes stayed even after all bacteria and microbes were killed. Martinus Bayernik later called these microbes viruses. So when were the first antivirals discovered? As we've just learnt, these weren't discovered until the 1950s, although antibiotics were found a lot earlier. So let's go through the discovery of viruses and the path, the steps involved. So first of all, we know that Ivanovsky finds some microbes, the tobacco mosaic virus, which wasn't killed by antibiotics. Then later, Bayernik names some microbes viruses. Then later, antiviral drugs are dis discovered, and then they get approval to be used on humans. So what are the new diseases and treatments that were discovered in the 20th century? These were important as they shaped many advancements in medicine. There are a number of developments in understanding the body and diseases. So I'm going to be talking about six now. So first of all, we've got stem cells. These were discovered by Leroy Stevens in 1953. Stem cells are cells which can renew themselves. And 60 years later, in 2013, the first human liver was grown using only stem cells. In 1953, Francis Crick and James Watson from the University of Cambridge mapped out DNA structure. This allowed developments in gene therapy, genetic screening and genetic engineering. In the 1990s, the Human Genome Project was launched and this was designed to identify all 40,000 genes in the human body. We also have developments in exploring the body through different scanners or probes. So in 1972, Jeffrey Hounsfield created CAT scanners, which could produce 3D images of a human body. In 1976, endoscope probes were developed, which meant doctors could look inside human bodies. And in 1987, MRI scanning was developed, which gave doctors a scan of a human body using magnets. There's also been developments in vaccines, allergies and fertility. So from 1946 to 1969, free vaccines were made available in the UK for diseases like tuberculosis, diphtheria, tetanus, polio, measles and rubella. In the 1950s, Peter Medawar developed antihistamine, which helps prevent allergies. And in the 1970s, Patrick Steptoe discovered IVF fertility treatment which helps people get pregnant who are struggling to do so naturally. And in 1978, so eight years later, Louise Brown was the first IVF baby. Now, despite these new diseases and treatments, there are still issues today. For example, viral infections like AIDS, which is caused by a virus called HIV, and some types of cancer cannot be completely cured. 
Today, lots of illnesses are created by people themselves. For example, smoking cigarettes or tobacco can cause lung cancer and other types of cancer. Eating too much unhealthy food can lead to obesity, which is linked to diabetes and heart disease. And drinking excessive amounts of alcohol can lead to cirrhosis of the liver or a fatty liver. So let's just think back about, because that was a lot of information that we learned about these different advances. One of these main ones was stem cells, as they talked about, where Leroy Stevens in 1953 discovered them, and which are cells that can differentiate themselves. And just to remember that despite all the developments I discussed, doctors cannot cure all infections and diseases. So what are the modern tools of diagnosis, which in the 20th century were advanced? So these included blood tests. After blood groups were discovered in 1901, blood tests began to increase in popularity. Doctors can use blood tests to examine a patient's level of cholesterol. This measures the risk of a heart attack or a patient's DNA, which is their genetic material, and some indicators of their risk of developing cancer. Body scans were also used to help in diagnosis. Rontgen discovered x-rays in 1895, which allowed us to scan bones, for example, if you had a broken bone. In 1972, Jeffrey Hounsville created the CAT scan, as I mentioned before, and this could produce 3D human images of the human body. And in 1987, there was the MRI scan, which allowed doctors use it to scan the human body using magnets and radio rays. And finally, self-monitoring. Doctors and patients can now monitor their blood pressure, heart rate, and lots of other things. People suffering from diabetes need to measure their blood sugar levels to keep it at the right level. And wearable technology like the Fitbit and Apple Watch help people to monitor their own health. So just to recap on some of these advances in tools of diagnosis, we know that Jeffrey Hounsfield created the CAT scanner, which allows us to have a human 3D image of the human body. And just to go over those, those three different tools of diagnosis, we've got the body, MRI, and CAT scans. We've got blood tests, and we've got monitoring devices, such as an Apple Watch. So as we learned right at the beginning, we learned that Dmitry Ivanovsky found the tobacco mosaic virus in plants. And this was the first discovery of viruses, as he found that many these microbes stayed even after all bacteria were killed. So... As I mentioned earlier about vaccines and the development, they were made available in the UK from 1946 to 1969. And these were for diseases such as polio, mumps and rubella, or um, polio, diphtheria, tuberculosis, tetanus, and measles and rubella. And just to recap again on Dmitry. Ivanovsky, who found the tobacco mosaic forest, which is something which infects plants, and then also Martinus Bayernik, which is another important name to remember, who was the person who named these microbes viruses. So there were a lot of dates which we discussed earlier, and which year the different events in terms of advancements happened. So we know that the first human liver was grown in 2013, which was 16 years after they actually discovered stem cells. And the Human Genome Project, which was launched in the 1990s. And in 1953, when Francis Crick and James Watson mapped out the DNA structure. 
So I mentioned earlier about blood group, blood tests and the importance um, as a tool. So the blood, we were able to use blood tests because we have the discovery of blood groups. So if I just look back on what year we actually found the blood groups, they were discovered in 1901, 1901 so early on in the 20th century. Doctors today can use blood tests to examine a patient's level of cholesterol. This is a measure of risk of heart attack, and patients can and also look at patient's DNA, which is its genetic material. So that's all. I know it's a lot of information, but don't forget to subscribe, and then you can continue to stay tuned for what's going to happen next for medicine in modern Britain. Thanks for listening. If you found this episode useful, you will find more episodes by searching for our new podcast channels. Search Revise GCSE and your subject for more podcasts to help you with your revision.